Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. Father, is our plan and it is our purpose to meet with you this morning, like every morning, which we believe is a blessing from you. We pray, Father, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit. We pray, Father, that you would use me as a broken vessel, a frail and weak vessel, to speak forth your word. And we pray, Father, that those who hear it would not only be hearers of your word, but doers as well. We pray that they would be blessed and that you would be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm studying the Westminster Shorter Catechism, number seven. It talks about the decrees of God. And it asks the question, what are the decrees of God? Well, the decrees of God are his eternal purpose, according to the counsel of his will, whereby, for his own glory, he hath foreordained whatsoever comes to pass. Whatsoever comes to pass. Notice here, the decrees are his eternal purpose. What are or what is the eternal purpose of God? I hope by now you should know this. I hope by now that you should know that God has a purpose for each and every one of us here, especially right now in this room today. It's a purpose that God has had even before the foundations of this world were laid. You need to know that. You need to know that everything that you are and everything that you see, it was created by God. It was not an accident. God created this world and he placed us in it. And he has a plan or a purpose for us. And that's for every every person. Not just not just us, but for every person. That is, whoever you meet, whoever you will come in contact with today, you must believe that God has a purpose for them as well. And that's why it's so important that we begin our day with God. We begin our day asking God what it is that He would have for us to do today. Because yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's not promised to us. So we have today. And we need to start learning that each day, God has a purpose for us. Amen? It's God has something for us to do. Something that he wants us to do. That's what I'm talking about here. And it is according to the counsel of his will. Notice that. It is according to the counsel of his will. It's not according to the counsel of your will or my will or someone else's will directly or I should say um, essentially, intrinsically it's not God, listen God doesn't we need to always remember that the reason why God is who he is is first of all he don't need us he doesn't need us God doesn't need us he doesn't need us to tell him 
how to run the universe. How to order the universe. He doesn't need us to do that. Everything that exists, God, his purpose for that was, is based upon his counsel. It's based upon his wisdom. His eternal wisdom. Are, are, are you following what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, that doesn't mean that, okay, we're not to pray to God because, you know, well, God, he already knows what he wants to do anyways, and so, well, let's forget about it. No, it's not like that. But you need to understand that, that there's a big picture. There's a bigger picture here going on. And this is what the eternal decrees mostly deal with. They deal with, with the big picture. The, the beginning and the end. That's what, and, and, and how it's going to happen from the beginning to the end. There are things that are just, that are, that, that, that God has determined that it's going to happen, it's got to happen, and it must happen the way that he has determined from the very, before, the, before even the very beginning even started. You know, this, this is what we're talking about. When we're talking about the decrees of God, we're talking about his plan, his purpose, before everything even started, God declares the end in the beginning. And that's why even the Bible, the way the Bible is written, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It was God who created the heavens and the earth. It was God whose purpose was to have a heaven and an earth. That's basically what that is saying there. Are you following what I'm saying? So that's why it's so important to understand this. Now, this should bring us encouragement. It should encourage you. It should, it should even embolden you, make you bold for the things of God. Hungry for the things of God. It should make you want the will of God so badly in your life and trust that His will is perfect. The Bible reveals that a man or woman can plan his or her way but it is God who what? Ultimately directs his or her steps. You know, I know uh, last night we were talking about working. Why is it important to work? It is important to work because, first of all, God wants you to work. That was his purpose. When is his purpose for Adam and Eve when he first created Adam and Eve? One of the things that he told them to do one of the first things that he told them to do is said, go and work. <laughs> go and till the garden. Go keep the garden that I have created for you. Go and find the various creatures that are there and name them. You know, this is, this is how God works. And so we need to trust that every day, okay, whatever, whatever your role is, if you're, you're a student, trust that that is, that is God ordained. That, is, that, is, that was decreed by God, that you would be a student. That was God's purpose for you 
before you were even born, that you would be a student. Be the best student. A friend. Be the best friend. Do what friends, good friends do. Spend time with them. Listen. Talk with them. Share with them the things that God has given to you. Because God has ordained that. He decreed that. You would be this person's friend. As brothers and sisters, be the best brothers and the best sisters. Because this is God's plan for you. This is God's purpose for you. Husband, be the best husband that you can be. Wives, wives, be the best wife you can be. Because God decreed it. This was God's eternal purpose for you and plan for you. And he had did it before you were even made, before you were even created, before you were even born. It's, it's, always, it's always good to know that even your parents, you didn't choose your parents. God gave you your parents. And that's why he says, honor your parents. Obey your parents. Because I gave you those parents. You may not like your parents. You may not like what the things that they tell you. You may not like the things that they tell you to do and so forth. But guess what? It's not because God is at fault here. It's not because God made a mistake or anything like that. God, he knows things that you and I, we will never know or understand. But I'm going to tell you something. God did not make any mistakes. God is perfect in that sense. Everything that he decrees, everything that he purposed for you is perfect. And you may not like it, but it doesn't mean that God is at fault. Whereby for his own glory, all these things God has purposed for his own glory. You are a student for God's glory. You are a wife for God's glory. You are a husband for God's glory. You are a brother or a sister for God's glory. Are you with me now? Do you understand what I'm talking about here? It's important that you... Uh, I, I know I sound really intense right now. Probably sound really loud right now. But I, I just... I'm trying to drive this home. Let's look at a particular passage real quickly. And then we're, we'll get ready, get ready to finish up here. Now, all these things for his own glory, you must understand he has foreordained... For Whatever comes to pass. What does that mean? That means that, listen, for the most part, everything that happens, God wanted it to happen in the very beginning. And God uses what, what a lot of scholars call, um, God governs and he provides for all the things that he has purposed from the very beginning, before the beginning, he uses second chances to make these things to come, to come about. That's what scholars call them. They call them second chances. Accidents. He used those things to bring about his, his, his to, to um, make his plan and his purpose happen. That's what I'm basically saying here. You know, things happen in our lives. You ever notice this? A lot of things that happens in our lives, 
we have no control over them. A good majority of them, we have no control over them. Like I told you before, you, you had no control over who the parents you chose. Some of us are tall, some of us are short. We had no control over that. Some of us are dark, some of us are what is considered light or lighter than. We have no control over those things. Well, unless you had the money, like some people I know. But um, the, the point is this. You are who you are because of God. Amen? You do what you do because of God. The things that happen to you, it happens because of God. God uses all these things. God uses good to provide for you, to govern you, to, to, to lead you, to guide you to the place where he wants you to be and to do what he wants you to do. He uses evil, too, to do the same thing. Yes, that's right. He uses evil to do the same thing, to govern you, to provide for you. The things that he has wanted for, for you before you even came into existence. And that's what this is all about. Scripture talks about this. Psalm chapter 33, verse 11. Let's turn there real quickly, please. So over in Psalm chapter 33, verse 11. Must remember, this is out of the book of Psalms. And because it's, it's coming out of the book of Psalms, these, these, these are um, written for your encouragement. The New Testament encourages us to, to sing psalms to each other, to, to as often as much as possible. That means to yourself. Sing psalms to yourself. Sing to yourself. You know, one of the things that I, I do and I try to get in the habit of doing every day is singing to myself. Meditating to myself the word of God. Now, Psalm, Psalm chapter 33, verse 11. Get this in your, in, your, in, your, in your hearts, please. It says, But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of, the, of his heart through all generations. Notice that. The purpose of his heart through all generations. Before, before, uh, this is what this is talking about. Before there was... Even one man or one woman, God had already had a purpose for, for them and for all the generations after them that would come. He has a plan. He has a purpose for each and every one of us. Isaiah chapter 14. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 24 talks about this too. Throughout scripture, you'll see this. You'll see uh, the writers talk about the decrees of God, the plans of God, the eternal plan and the, the eternal purposes, the eternal plans and eternal purposes of God. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 24 reads, Isaiah chapter 14, verse 24. Everybody there? It says, the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I have planned, so will it be. And as I have purposed, so it will stand. There are others. Write this down. Acts chapter 2, verse 23. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11 through 12. And there are many, many more. I, I want to encourage you to get into God's word. I want, you, I want to encourage you to find these passages. Read them. Meditate on them. 
Apply them in your life. It will bring you joy. It will bring you peace. I hope it does, at least as it has brought me. Joy, peace, confidence in the word of God. Confidence in a God that is mighty, almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, everywhere present. And will do what he has set out to do and has purposed in his heart. And all these things, he does it not because he has to. It's because he wants to. Because it is his good pleasure to do these things. And I'm speaking especially about our, our redemption. I'm speaking especially about our adoption. Our justification. Our sanctification. All these things which God is doing for us. As believers. In Jesus Christ. Believers in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen. That, these things are God's special grace. There's common grace and there's special grace that the Bible talks about. Common grace, when I'm talking about common grace, I'm talking about, listen, when it rains, it rains on everyone. When the sun shines, depending on what region of the country you are in, it shines on everyone. Or area of the world, wherever, city, whatever you want to say, region. I like to say region. It, it, it shines on everyone. God is good to everyone. Equally, in that sense, he provides for everyone. He provides for all his creatures. He provides us with food, water. All this is for all his creatures. But those who, whom he has adopted and has called his own, it's, 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 it's a total different story. It's a total different story. It's Jesus' story. It's the Christ. It's Jesus' it's story and, and in it. We are his adopted children. God has a special purpose for us. That purpose is to love him with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, and with all our strength. And to love each other. And he is creating us to be like Jesus. That is God's special plan and purpose for those who believe in Jesus Christ. It is his plan and purpose to gather us as his people and to be with Jesus forever. Just like we are with, with each other right now. This is our hope. This is our greatest treasure, our inheritance. You know, we saw Macbeth yesterday. Believe it or not, in the kingdom of God, we are all princes, princesses, princesses and princesses, okay? Kings and queens, basically. That's what I'm talking about. We're his children. Priestly, priestly kings, priestly queens, all created to serve God, to commune with God, to know God. Even as we know each other. That is our hope. With heads bowed, eyes closed, let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, yes, bless you. Thank you for revealing to us these things this morning. It was a lot, a lot more than I had planned to share. But I believe that it's the spirit that is speaking through me. 
And I pray, Father, that everyone who hears will be blessed, as I am blessed, to share these things. It reminds me of when I was in kindergarten. Show and tell. That was one of my favorite, favorite times of the day. To bring a toy to school and show and, and tell, it, tell, tell the boys and girls or friends about it. Now I get to tell people about Jesus. Because to me, there's no one greater no, more, no one more wonderful than Jesus. So I thank you for Jesus. I pray today that we live our lives for Jesus. Because this is what truly glorifies you. This is your purpose for us. Your eternal purpose for us is to glorify Jesus by the Spirit which you have given us. I pray that we would. pray that you would keep us from dishonoring you in any way. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen.